All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friends. Welcome back to Productivity on Purpose. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Mridhu Parikh. Thank you so much for being here. Listen, I feel like I haven't talked about distractions in a while. And well, it is time. It's time to bring up this discussion again, bring up this topic because not just because it's towards the beginning of the year, but because this is a challenge all freaking year long. Am I right? All the time. Our attention is pulled in a hundred directions all the damn time. Yesterday, I was in a training. And we were talking about setting aside time for your MITs, your most important tasks every day. And they were talking about how to do that, you know, setting time in the morning or in the afternoon or whenever it is, but committing to this time. And I kind of got that buy-in from most people attending the training, except for the fact there were so many there were several people who said, but, but wait, wait, I get what you're saying. I theoretically make sense, but there's just too many distractions. So I have no idea how I or us as a team can make this work. So we went down a slew of ways to stay focused. And I wanted to go through some of those today. I've covered some of these in the past. Like I said, it's been a while, but not all of them. And I just think it's really important. We can never hear this stuff enough. I teach this, I live it, and I can hear it every single day. So let's jump in. Okay, so here is the scenario. You're trying to do your work. You're like, I know what I got to get done. I know these priorities. I know these are all important. These are all deadline-driven or commitments or things that are hanging over me. And I have 15 different things I got to work on today. And people or other distractions like email and text and phone calls keep popping up. So although you have the best of intentions, you might even have planned something out. You're like, no, this is not working. How can I ever stay focused? So that's the setup here. And I'm going to jump into, I think about four or five different really great strategies that will help. And I want you to be mindful of these because you know, at the end, I'm going to ask you to pick one, one that really resonates for you. One that you're like, I can do this immediately. And this is going to give me a really great bang for my buck. Okay. So number one, start with your mindset. Yes, my dear. If you start every day or if your thoughts and your beliefs have you thinking It's impossible for me to stay focused because everyone keeps interrupting me. Just like the people in the training were saying, this is impossible. There's no way this can happen. How do I do it? Guess what? Everybody's going to keep interrupting you. You are never going or you're very, it's going to be very difficult for you to even get to the point where you can start taking control when you always believe it's out of your control. Now, 
This is not like the secret, right? The book, the secret, just because you believe people won't interrupt you doesn't mean they won't, right? It's not like you, the dream of a red convertible and it shows up at your door. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is that you have to believe it first. You have to believe that I am in charge of my distractions. I do have boundaries around my distractions. I do have agency around my distractions and my time. I have the ability to limit my distractions, right? So some of those beliefs, you have to adopt some of them. You have to start there because if you don't even believe that, if you think there's no way, if you just at the starting point thinking everything's out of my control, well, guess what? It's all going to be out of your control. And then you won't be able to do the next you know, three or four strategies that I am going to recommend. So number one, start there. We have to start telling ourselves, believing, embracing the idea that, wait a second, it is possible. There is a possibility that I can decrease my distractions significantly. I may not be able to 100% thwart them, right? I can't get rid of all of them, but I can significantly take control of them. So my friend, let's start there. Now, number two, now that you're in this good headspace, now that you're like, okay, I'm on board. I, I know that I can do better than I'm doing now, right? It is possible. I do see that everybody else isn't always distracted. I can't be the only one, right? Number two, you take action of what's in your control in terms of your environment. Let's just start with the environment. So I'm not talking about other people right now. I'm referring really to technology, technology. Okay. I'm referring to tech, but again, that starts with your brain. You have to believe that I don't need to be connected 24 seven. We have to start embracing the idea that the world will not completely fall apart if I'm not always connected. If I don't get back to everybody within five minutes, if I'm not on, you know, if I'm not available all the damn time. So we start with that belief the belief that I can disconnect from technology for a limited, a short amount of time and all will be well in the world. I get that you may need to build up this confidence. So we want to start with small periods of time, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Don't jump in to be like, I'm just going to like disconnect for four hours today. That's when the anxiety starts. That's when the FOMO sets in. You can't do that. Okay. So that's the first thing. Number two, you can't really rely on willpower. Willpower is finite. You only have a certain amount. So I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of willpower. So if I hear a sound, a beep, a ring, a ding, just a buzz, right? The phone, even if it's flipped over my phone, but I see it buzzing, I can feel it vibrating. Or if I see a notification across my screen, on my watch, on my phone, my laptop on the iPad. I am going to react. I'm a human being. And the last you checked, I'm thinking you are too, right? So sometimes that simple reaction, like just turning your head or looking that way or picking up the phone or your eyes moving up the screen, that leads to responding, right? Sometimes it's scanning a message but sometimes it's completely getting off track of what you're doing and going down an unnecessary rabbit hole for 10 or 15 minutes or for two hours. Girl, you know it's true and you know this happens. So stop relying on willpower. You are going to react. You are going to respond. 
If you are serious about your focus, if this is a really big priority for you, if you know it is debilitating your creativity, leaving you scattered, it's leaving you overwhelmed, you feel like things are falling through the cracks. If you're serious about increasing your focus, then your tech needs to be quiet. It needs to be hushed. Now, you could put it in another room, right? You could put your phone somewhere else. You could power it off. You could turn off your laptop. You could leave your phone or your watch somewhere else. I wouldn't do any of those. Honestly, like I just being honest with myself, I'm not going to do it. Maybe you might, but instead what I can do, what is practical, what is 100% in my control and not that hard is to put on the do not disturb setting, right? Just freaking put it on, whether it's on your phone, on your laptop, on your lap, on your computer, on your iPad, every single thing has a do not disturb setting. And they're really easy. Like I know on the phone now, the iPhone, whatever the latest, I don't even know, the latest iOS or something, you just swipe up or down, I think on the phone. And like, you can just click on do not disturb right there. They make it very simple. Okay. And a separate note, I want to say, I've been so happy to see my kids use do not disturb when they're studying or doing homework and they're teens. So I'm like, okay, they're somewhat, they are learning this from somewhere. God knows it's not for me because they don't listen to me, but um, it's really cool. I love that they are doing it too. So this is for all ages, but you just put on that do not disturb for 20 minutes, right? We're doing small periods of time. So 20 minutes, the notifications and buzzes and beeps and rings and dings are not coming into you. If you have that notification on for your email on your laptop or computer, turn that shit off right now. Seriously, that is ridiculous. You do not need to see every time you're getting a notification. There is about 1% or less than 1% of people that need to be that connected. Like perhaps if you're like in some kind of ER emergency situation and you need to get those notifications in, sure. But other than that, you do not need that. You can check it every 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even an hour. Life will be okay. We've got to build up our confidence again. This is killing us. Literally, these distractions are killing us. Okay. Let me be very blunt here. If I haven't been already, technology distractions are 100% in your control. I don't say I have to be connected. Don't say, you know, I, everything's going to fall apart without me. It's not. I don't even know you personally. And I can tell you it's not, not for a short period of time. On that note, let's talk about email, my friends. Email, same thing. Turn off those damn notifications. And also when you are in your email, like you're responding to email, but 700 other ones are coming in while you're responded and you're getting distracted by those emails, the ones, ones coming in, there is something called offline. If you're in Outlook, you just Google this if you don't know how to do it, but it's right on your top toolbar, I should say offline, you click on it, and then no additional new emails will come in. So you can work in the existing emails without being distracted by the new emails. And then you just click on it again when you're ready, right? When you're done with your 15, 20, 30 minutes of focusing in your email, then you can see the new ones. In Gmail, there is something you can download called Pause Inbox. I use this all the freaking time because honestly, I'm not going to always like close my email down. It's hard for me to do that. I just like feel this need to have it up. But if I pause it, nothing is coming in. So at least the new ones on top of my notifications, they're off. They've been off for years, but even my eyes can't glance to any new emails coming in because they're on pause. And then when I unpause it, guess what? They're all there. Okay. 
And then lastly, you can close the tab, you know, you or you can put the tab down, like you shrink it down to the bottom of your screen. And that way you don't see it. Okay. So until you're ready to get into your email on your terms, when you have planned to get into your email. On that note, set some processing times, right? Maybe some email processing time. So maybe you say, okay, there's like three times during the day when I'm going to check it and I'm going to process my inbox. I'm going to go through it. So maybe it's 10 o'clock, two o'clock and four o'clock. Okay. Don't set it for first thing in the morning or even I think the last thing at night because you get stressed out before you go to bed. And if it's the first thing in the morning, that's you can get sucked into it for hours. Okay. So put that on your calendar, actually put it in there like it's any other meeting or event. I am so sorry. I feel like this turned into some like email rant right now, but I'm so passionate about this. And again, I know it's so much more in your control than you believe that it is. All right. So I'll say it again. You do not have to be connected all the time. You really, you don't. Your brain might tell you you need to, but you don't. In fact, you will extend your life if you're not always connected. I am so serious about this. You've likely trained yourself to believe you need it, but you really don't. So be aware of your impulses. This is such a powerful step. In order to truly disconnect your urge to check, let's say email or to check your social media, right? You need to be aware of your urges. If you if you don't even know what's happening, if it's just so like rote and part of your life, then how do you even fix it? So, you know, just for the first few days, if you're trying this, don't even say, I'm going to check my email less frequently or check my social media less frequently. Just become aware how often you're doing it, right? How often you have the urge, how often you like grab your phone just to check it out. Even when they're like, there's downtime or you're in the car at a red light. Like what's that urge? Like it's a, it's crazy. If we just start thinking about it, if you can even keep a little like sheet of paper with you that you're just like checking off just, or like little making marks. And at the end of the day, like count how many times it's going to be nuts, right? And it's not, this is the point of this is not to see how like, like high or low your tally is. It's really just to become more aware of the impulses that you have. So then when you're really in that awareness space and you start kind of processing, let's say email times or, or, uh, you know, times for social media and you start doing that, then you, you start using that awareness and say, okay, I want to reduce this by one third or half this amount or whatever it might be. Okay. All right. Now go get stuff done, my friend. Right after you do this, once you're checking your email, maybe three times a day instead of when I keep, I know I'm harping on email a lot, but it's such a big time suck, but it's the same for social media or any other tech that you're constantly checking. Um, and, you know, and then crank through your other tasks. You're going to see how much more focused you are. You're going to work less. You're going to go out more. You're going to discover the rest of your life. And it's going to be amazing. All right. So again, sorry, I didn't mean to rant on that, but I just really wanted to be sure that 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 is reinforced. Take control of your technology. Do not overlook this and know that it's in your control. Okay. Number three, decide on a time or on times that you're going to fully unplug or disconnect. So what is that time? Like, do you have a specific time that you're going to do this before you go to bed? I feel like we don't. I say so often, it's like, until I go to bed, I'm on my, not me, but people think like, until you go to bed, I'm on my laptop or phone, right? It's kind of like the way we soothe ourselves into bed. Or, 
there really is just no thought behind it. It just, it just becomes a practice. It's like just part of, it's like a limb, right? It's just like part extended to your hand. And so that phone, that device is on and in your hand on, on all the time. So be more intentional, be more deliberate. Is there an actual time that say, you know what? No more electronics or no more, um, yeah, just, yeah, really no more electronics. I'm just going to unplug by, you know, 9 PM every night or eight o'clock or seven o'clock or whatever the time is, or maybe during dinner, there was different times. Like when we're all at dinner together, there's absolutely no distractions in terms of any technology because so that we can really be present. Or maybe you have times and you're like, I'm going to do my power hour every morning. And at that time I have zero distraction policy. Or maybe there's a creative time during the day. Or maybe when you're like doing your exercise, you're going to the gym. You're like, okay, at that time, other than maybe music, I will not check email. I won't do anything else that's like distracting me. So I can just really be focused and present. Okay, so commit to some type of distraction slash tech boundaries in your life. This doesn't take a lot of time. And honestly, it doesn't even take a lot of like thought or effort. It's more, the effort is really just making an intention about it. And then saying it out loud, like share it. If it's something you want to do with your family, if it's something you want to do with your spouse, your partner, your friend, you're like, hey, let's just have a night out together, you know, every night without without the distractions or when I'm on the phone with you or when we're talking or when we're at dinner, don't, you know, nobody, nobody take out, nobody get distracted by anything. Let's like leave these all aside or you'll say it out loud. Let people know, which is, by the way, part of number four. So number four is to let other people know, but in a little bit different way. Okay, so let people know. It means this. So let's say you are trying to focus, right? You are, you're going to do your power hour or you have that creative brainstorming time scheduled into your day. And you're like, I really just need, I just, I can't have people walking in all the time. So this is a little bit different than your technology it's in your control. These are the people who are calling you, perhaps texting you, but like walking in and out of your office, whether you work at home or in an office or just, you know, people just coming in and disturbing you when you're really trying to focus. So let them know, y'all, this is also in your control. Do what's in your control. Tell them, put a sign on your door that says, do not disturb or quiet time for one hour or actually use your mouth and verbalize. Hey, listen, guys, uh, don't disturb me, whether it's your family, whether it's your coworkers. I have to really get something done. This is my focus time. Hold off any questions unless it's a true, 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 true emergency, which again is probably less than 1% of the time. Just hold off any questions until I'm done. Okay. So if you have little kids, you might, they're really young. You know, you might put on the TV for 30 minutes. You might put on an iPad. You might uh, you know, put Legos in front of them. You might do whatever you can do in your control. I understand that they can, you know, children can walk in and, but you can do everything you can that you can. Put the sign on the door, say, hey, here's a timer. How about we all do our own thing? You read your books and I'll do my work for 25 minutes. And then when the timer goes off, we get to come back for five minutes. You know, whatever it is, it's the same strategies, whether they're young kids to adults, honestly. But you have to use your words. You have to verbalize. You could even send an email if it's your team at work. Same thing. Hey, focusing for the next hour, just hold off any questions, you know, unless you absolutely need me if it can't wait. Otherwise, I got to get this thing done. Hey, you can also do that within your team, like an inner office. Hey, we're not going to have any meetings or inner office correspondence for this next hour so that we can all focus. So how can you extend this to yourself, to your team, to your family? 
in ways that are, you know, as much in your control as possible and putting up those boundaries and parameters. So everybody's on the same page. Now, people can't read your mind. They don't know, like, just because you're sitting down and working that you can't be disturbed. Do you know how often you disturb other people? I bet it's pretty damn often when you have a thought, when something just races through your head, you just go over and you're like, Hey, can I like shoot? Can I run this by you? Or can you just quickly do this? Or do you have a second? Right. We do this to other people all the time and it happens to us. So be aware of when you're doing it to other people, don't do it to other people. Right. And also verbalize when you need that quiet time. And then finally, number five, in terms of focus, one of the other big things that really keeps us unfocused in addition to technology and other people and not disconnecting is our own random thoughts, right? Sometimes our own brain distractions can be the most distracting and they are so self-sabotaging, right? You know what happens? It's kind of like meditating. Like when you're actually trying to focus, when you're trying to meditate, at that moment, every thought comes to you, right? All of a sudden you're like, whoosh. It's like everything you need to do just comes pouring into your brain. And then that distracts you and you start acting on it. You start reacting. You start responding to the thoughts that are coming in. It's like a download coming, which is great, but it's stressing you out. It's overwhelming you. And there's a fear that if I don't do this right now, if I don't just take care of it, I'm going to forget or I'm not going to have time later or you know, I just won't be able to get to it. So you react. It's a totally natural tendency and response. But here's the thing. It keeps you scattered. It keeps you starting and not finishing. It keeps you overwhelmed, right? It keeps you unfocused on what you were just focusing on. So then you feel like crap later because you never finish what you think you're going to do. So instead, write them down. Seriously, I'll write them down. Keep a piece of paper next to it. I always say this when you are focusing, don't keep up all the screens or all the tabs, but do keep a pad of paper and a pen next to you. So when this stuff comes in, when the downloads are coming, you know, like, oh, I got to call this person, email that, and I got to return this, and I got to quickly print this out. And blah, 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 blah. instead of doing it, write it down. And then you can plan for later. You might have, you might just block 30 minutes to do all these little random things that just came to me during my focus time, right? Or you might say, okay, I just thought of like eight calls I need to make. I'll block out some time for that. Whatever, you plan that stuff later. Do not let it distract you at that time. But the only way you can do that is to capture those thoughts. Without capturing those thoughts, you don't have the peace of mind that you're gonna remember to do it, right? You're reacting because you're worried I won't, I won't remember or I won't have the time later, so let me do it now. So how do you combat those two thoughts? Well, one is I write it down that I won't forget. And the second is I plan for it later after I've written it down so I have the time, okay? But if you keep reacting, it's just as bad as having the email open or the phone or or, your own thoughts are just as sabotaging. So let's get out of that habit. Okay, so let's recap my focused friend. Number one, update your mindset. Embrace that you have more control over your distractions than you think you do. Number two, take control of your environment. By that, I really mean technology. Take control of your technology. It is, I I won't say a hundred percent in your control, but I guarantee it's way, 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 way more in control than it is right now. Use the do not disturb, turn off the notifications, you know, 
close things down, close those tabs, stay focused. Number three, decide on a time or several times to unplug or disconnect. Be intentional, be deliberate, put a stake in the ground, let people know about it. Number four, let other people know when you need to focus, verbalize it to them, collaborate with them, work with them. And number five, don't let your own thoughts sabotage you. Write them down, plan for them later. Do not react at the moment. The only reaction should be is to write them down. All right, so this serves up the challenge of the week. I mentioned it in the beginning. You spent your precious time with me and I wanna make sure your time is 100% worth it. So you have a choice for today's action. Choose just one, just one of the five ways to say totally focused, which one will it be? Which is the one that resonated with you the most? Which is the one you're like, okay, I totally just, I know this is gonna help me tremendously. Let me just do that one. Don't try to do all five. Don't try to do three. I want you to pick one. Pick one, okay? Let me know what it is. I want to be here to help you be accountable, to cheer you on, uh, share other tips with you so you know what to do. You can reach out to me, email. I'm going to do what life is organized. You can come over to the podcast on my website, on iTunes. Um, come over to um, Instagram, Facebook, all the places life is organized. All right, so how was that? I hope you're inspired. I hope you're motivated. But no, it doesn't stop there, my love. If you want to get more free, free resources and how to stop procrastinating and get focused and take back control of your day, girl, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Sign up for one or multiple of my goodies. Also get on my weekly email list, which is a burst of inspiration right in your inbox with the behind the scenes look at how I get more done with less stress every day and week. You will quickly see why so many women business owners are signing up week after week. I hope I've served you. I really cannot thank you enough for listening and please share. If you've enjoyed this, if you've learned anything, if it's motivated you, please share, leave a review, sweet friend. It really helps me get seen and uh, really just connect with more amazing women all around the world. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I, I really... Don't take your time and your listening ear for granted. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time-loving vibes, positive energy, and know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.